God is good, isn't he? Are you all ready? Get your Bibles out and go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. I don't have my Christmas message yet. I will, though. I promise you. There's two, kind, there's two times a year I love, and one of them's Christmas, the other one's Easter. And so um, very soon I'm going to be preaching on the incarnation. I love it. I love it. But anyway, I got a sermon that happened to me the other day. I was sitting in my room, and I, I was working on, I, I thought I was working on the rest of my series. And all of a sudden, the Lord started downloading into me. And the way he deals with me is he'll start giving me scriptures. He'll start giving me stuff. Well, I'm writing as fast as I can write. And I had a whole page and a half before I asked him. I said, what's this for? Because it's not my series. You always mess up my series. And I've learned that if he gives you something, just go with it. Amen. So I think you'll enjoy it. But we're going to talk this morning about two kinds of knowledge. I found out years ago, and there's actually a, a different knowledge than what we've been taught all of our life in the world. And so uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, we're going to talk about the two kinds and we're going to get on the second one. But, second, but 1 Corinthians 2.14. The natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them because they're spiritually discerned. The word discerned means understood. But he who is spiritual, say me judges all things, and he himself is rightly judged by no one. For who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. There's two kinds of knowledge, and let's talk about the first one. There is a knowledge in the earth we call sense knowledge. It's what you learned in school. It's what you learned in the university. It's what you've learned all of your life. It's not wrong. It's not bad. It's just what it is. We have come a long ways in this nation from the Wright brothers learning about lift. They learned lift. They learned drag. And then we've been to the moon since then. We have jet airplanes that fly all over the world. So we gained knowledge. We've come a long ways in churches. Do y'all remember the old um, overhead things where we wrote it out in pencil and you, we sang, um, we sang uh, this is the day, and then we flipped the paper over and it was on the overhead? Well, through knowledge, we've come a long ways. There is nothing wrong with that knowledge. But there is a but that knowledge has limitations. It can only go so far if it cannot see it, if it cannot hear it, smell it, taste it, or touch it, it doesn't understand it. So there are things on this earth that the world does not know because they will tell you, I don't understand it. I can't see it. It makes no sense to me. Now, that limits people because that's where they draw the line. So here's some of them. Sense, sense knowledge cannot discover God. Now, we've, got, we've spent billions of dollars in this world trying to find God. Can't find him. 
Can't smell him, can't see him, can't hear him, can't taste him, but he's there. We see where he is. You can't find the devil. You can't find that man is a spirit. You can't find the Holy Ghost. You don't know the origin of man by sense knowledge. Because everybody in, in schools and in colleges and all over this earth has tried to figure out why are we here, where did we come from, and how did we get here, and they can't find it at all. That's a, that's a powerful statement. So there is a knowledge not of this world. It's called um, revelation knowledge. The only way you can get it is it's revealed to you. All right, let's move on. You cannot find the origin of life. You cannot find the origin of light, the origin of mankind. The number one question people and carnal Christians ask is why. Joyce Myers wrote a book, Why God Why? Most Christians Ask the question at some time in their life, why God? There is no way to answer that without a Bible. Impossible to answer your question. So there is a knowledge that God wants you and I to walk in, but you won't find it under a microscope or a telescope. It isn't there. It doesn't mean it's not real. Is heaven real? Have you ever seen it? Is, is hell real? Have you ever seen it? Is Jesus real? Have you ever seen him? No. You understand that you're walking in a knowledge now, and God wants to take you places. And in order to do it, he's going to give you a greater knowledge. And I'm going to show you how to get it. I'm going to show you how to move on. Are you all ready? All right. 2 Corinthians 5, 7, please go over there, and I'm going to take my time today. I've got a few, go over a few things. 2 Corinthians 5, 7 says, we walk by faith and not by what? Sight. Sight. Why is that? Because there's a lot of things that are true, but your five physical senses won't know them. You'll never see it, you'll never hear it, and you'll never smell it. But it doesn't mean it's not true. Right now, there's angels in this room. Whether you see them or not, they're here. Right now, there's devils probably in the parking lot waiting on you to get out of here. They don't come in here because I ran them all off. The blood of Jesus will wash your sins away, and yet you've never seen it. These are things, I want you to understand, these are things you cannot see, but they're, they're real. God is real the spirit realm is more real than this one because everything that you see was made out of it. So I'm going to prove that to you because there's things that we don't appreciate because we can't see them. So let me ask you a question. Do you like our screen? Yes. Is it beautiful? Yes. Did you know that if a blind person was sitting in here right now, that blind man would not appreciate what we did. Why is that? He can't see it. It doesn't mean it's not there. It just means that he cannot enjoy it. 
Do y'all like music? Yes. I like all kinds of music. These people say, what kind of music do you like? I like it all. Uh, to a degree. You know, Lisa came to me the other day and she gave me this country western song called, I Like Your Truck. I don't know what the message was, but this girl got in a truck with a guy, kicked him out of his truck and drove away, and she said, I love your truck. I said, honey, what are you trying to say? You're taking my truck away. I don't know what she's doing. But I like all kinds of music. I, I like contemporary music. I love Christmas carols. There's all kinds of... But you know, I want you to imagine this. Did you know that deaf people do not have the same appreciation I do? They never heard it. There are things that you've never seen and you don't appreciate it because you're treating it like it doesn't exist, but yet it does. Did you know that you can walk in a knowledge that you can't see? Yeah, you can. This is what's stumping Christians. We walk by faith and not by what we see because there is a reality beyond your vision. And it's there. And God wants you to enjoy it. Now, I'm going to prove it to you. You have done it. Have you ever seen Jesus? You ever seen the cross? When's, when, now, every one of y'all in this room, I would say almost everybody, there may be one or two in here. At some point in your life, someone told you that Jesus died on the cross. You never saw a cross. And he died on the cross for your sins. And you've never seen sin. Seen the results of it. And then you believed he rose from the dead. You ain't never seen that either. And you prayed a prayer and immediately God changed you. Didn't he? What did you do? You stepped out in a knowledge beyond the world. It worked, didn't it? All right. Now many of you in here. Not everybody, but the ones of you that this has never happened to you. you just come up afterwards. We'll pray for you. You found out about a person called the Holy Ghost. And you heard that it was the devil until you came here. Found out all these people don't have a devil. And then you heard about tongues made no sense. Just because something don't make sense don't mean it ain't right. Don't make any sense. And then you heard about if you pray this prayer, that if Jesus were to give you a, uh, you know, a give a boy a rock, you know, if he asked for a rock, would he, bread, would he give him a rock? And if he asked him for, see, and you read the scripture in Luke 11, and then you came forward and you said, Heavenly Father, I believe. You've never seen the Holy Ghost. I believe that if I, you, I ask you, you ain't never seen God. That you'll fill me with the Holy Ghost. And then you said, thank you. Well, you've never seen nothing. And then you went, and it made no sense. Amen. Am I right? Yes. You know what you were doing? You, had, you stepped out past sense knowledge. Now, this is what's separating Christians. This is separate. This, this, this whole realm of I don't see it, I don't feel it, I don't believe it. Makes no sense to me. It doesn't have to make sense to you to be real. There's a lot of stuff out there that don't make sense to you, but it's real yet. Are y'all out there? So the Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight. So there's a lot of things God wants to do, and yet He's waiting on you, but you're asking the question, 
somebody will pray and you'll say, well, I don't feel. I don't see it. Well, let me ask you a question. What are you going to do with the scripture? This is the confidence that I have in him. If I ask anything according to his will, he heard me. If I know he heard me, I know I have what I ask. Do you? Why are you sad? I don't feel it. I don't see it. Okay, we're going someplace. Go to, go to uh, Matthew 16, 17. I'm going to make it real to you. I'm, I don't have a real deep subject, I, but what I'm, well, I do. I do. This is deep, but it's simple, but it's deep. Having a baby, simple. I do it all the time. No, come on, come on. You, if, if having children is so hard, how come... Kids have kids. Yeah. Ain't not that hard to do. Nope. But no doctor has ever fathomed how it happens. Right. It's very complex. Man, girl, kiss, baby comes. Yeah. Is that how it works? That's what you tell your kids. <laughs> But have you ever figured it out? Where does spirit come from? When does it come? Is it in the man? Is it in the woman? Is it the angel standing there? You know, what's that? We don't know. There's a lot of things you don't know. How in the world does my phone do what it does? I have no idea. I do it, but I don't really know. And I don't want to know. And people who say they know, they're lying. Somebody knows. Hey, Amen. That's, that's why you have a younger generation. If you're having a problem with your phone, ask a kid. Don't ask some old person. They have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> Matthew 16. Let's read it. And let's read 16. Simon Peter answered and said, you're the Christ, you're the son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, son of Jonah. Flesh and blood did not reveal that to you, my father who's in heaven. How did he know that Jesus was who he says he was? Holy Ghost. All right, let me say something to you all, and this may upset all the women. The Bible says that Jesus had no form or comeliness that you would desire him, so he really wasn't all that handsome. I'll come over here. Now, let's listen to me. You would not be walking through Galilee and go, oh, my God, that's Jesus. Because he was probably just a little 165-pound Jewish guy with a little beanie hat. He didn't look any different than any other man on the street. And you wouldn't have known who he was until he opened his mouth and started talking. That's how you knew he was God in the flesh. Now, here's the other side. Did you know Satan is handsome? That's why God won't let you see him, because you'll be following the devil, not Jesus. <laughs> Jesus is ugly. Now, see, I feel sorry for people, because, well, you know, all the ugly people here ain't got no friends. Oh, my. <laughs> and all the handsome, pretty people. But I'm going to help you something. All the pretty people, they ain't going to be pretty forever. 
time fixes all that. I used to be handsome, I know. I used to, I have to show people my picture. I used to be handsome. And when I get to heaven, I'll be handsome again. I'll have. I still know how to do it. I, I can still get my hair in a bun. <laughs> it's just I don't feel nothing right now, you know. <laughs> I had a Jeep CJ5 and I let the windshield down and the, because the wind, if I had the windshield up, it would blow all my hair in my face. I couldn't see. I'm riding down the road going, I can't see, I can't see, I'll eat my hair. <laughs> let the windshield down and I could see everything. <laughs> the bugs hit me in the teeth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get back in the spirit. Simon, son of Jonah, flesh and blood didn't show you this. There's no way you would know Jesus had not been God showed you. There's a not, you're walking in a knowledge even now beyond your intellect, beyond you. God's got a lot more for you. And I'm going to show you how to access it. All right, are you all ready? All right. What we teach in this church makes no sense. Not supposed to. Well, they went down there and they took off running. Make no sense to me. And then somebody starts shouting. Next thing you know, old sister so-and-so starts saying some language. I don't know what she's talking about. Sounded like, sounded like Spanish or gibberish to me, but it didn't make no Honey, I'm going to tell you, that, that, that makes no sense. Not supposed to. There's a lot of things about God don't make no sense. How do you take a $100 bill, take 10 off of it, and increase? I don't know. How do you spend an hour going, and it, and, and, and it edifies you? I have no idea. I do it, but I don't know how it works. I don't know how it works, but it does. How does the name make the devil bow? I don't know, but it does. So there's things God wants to show you. But in order for you to access them, you've got to accept a knowledge that will make no sense to you. And you can't prove it. It's true. That's why a lot of times people reject the faith message because they're carnal. And you'll hear them say, it makes no sense. And they, th they think they're deep. And they don't realize they're carnal. And they write whole books on the prosperity message and whole books on name it, claim it, blab it, grab it. And they have no idea that all they are is carnal. They're relying on their five physical senses for knowledge and they can't believe anything past seeing it. I'll show it to you in the Bible in a minute. Say, not me. Amen. All right. Let's move forward. 2 Corinthians 4.18. You realize that Adam walked with God in the spirit until the day he sinned, and then he went to relying on his five physical senses. 
And that's where man is today. Five physical senses. Now, I'm going to say something, and I don't want anybody in here who's in the professional business to get mad at me. I'm being very serious right now. If you're a doctor, you were taught bacteria, the body. I thank God for doctors. One for doctors, when I went in, my appendix ruptured, I'd probably be dead. So I'm not anti-doctors. But doctors can only help you so far. They can help you as far as medical science and they can see, hear, smell, touch, and understand naturally. Outside of that, you cannot look at a doctor and say, himself bore my sins in his own body on a tree so that, all, so that I would be made righteous and by his bruises I'm healed. You lost him. Because they have no concept of the connection of forgiveness and healing. They don't understand it. You can't put it under a microscope. You can't figure it out. And they will, you will not go in a doctor's office and, unless he's a born-again Christian and him bring a Bible out and lay it out and say, I've taken you as far as I can take you. I'm going to take you to the Word, and God is going to complete this. Now, there are doctors who have done that. There's a guy down in West Palm Beach, and he's a cardiologist, and he prays he raised a man from the dead who had died on the operating table. He was in there working on his heart, and the guy died, and he stopped everybody, and he said, hold on, everybody. We got to go past scaffolds, laid hands, and said, come back in Jesus' name, and he raised him from the dead because with a knowledge past what they taught him in school. But you understand, I'm not picking on what you learned in school. I'm telling you, there is more to healing and health than an apple a day it keeps the doctor away. You'll never conquer sin and shame without the blood. If you're a psychologist, you can only take them so far before you got to be honest and say, if I'm going to get you free, you got to get born again. And I don't have anything in my record, my little thing right here to help you. So I got to open up the Bible and I got to read John 3, 16 and Romans 10. And I got to get you out of sin and into grace. I'm going to have to give you the blood of Jesus if I'm ever going to take you further than I, than I can take you. And you're going to take them a knowledge that doesn't fit under a microscope or a telescope. Now, now that's where we stand today. That's, and, and that's where the world stands. And there's so many people that don't understand this because they, they stop it at knowledge and they go, I don't understand it. And, and there ain't nothing else. Well, there is. There is. All right. 2 Corinthians 4.18. Are y'all okay? All right. There is a place that God wants to take you. But you're going to have to learn to walk totally by what God said. So how do we know, how do we know how the earth was made? God said. Is there any other evidence? No. There is no, you can't know Anything about the earth, where it came from, how it's here, 
where man came from or how he was made without a Bible. You can't do it. Unless you know God said, you don't know. So someone says, well, where, what came first, the chicken or the egg? I say, chicken. Well, how do you know that? God said. Yeah, but how do you know that? Well, God said. See, Adam's deal in the garden was God said. And Adam went, uh, that don't make sense. And that's where your deal is. Yeah, God said, but, and no but. Are y'all out there? Did you go home? So how do we know? Why is man here? Why is man here? We've spent billions of dollars trying to figure out how a monkey became a man. And we go, we know that. You know, they, the, I went up to the Smithsonian Institute up in Washington, and they've got Lucy up there. Now, y'all know who Lucy is? Lucy is the, the monkey, the monkey woman, the woman monkey. Well, here's a problem with that. They found the bottom half of a monkey and the top half of a woman. And they were 1,500 yards apart and something like 30, 40, 50 feet deep. I really think that it's half monkey, half person. I I just don't think this was an, we found it. Now, how do I know that? I have a knowledge that says, in the beginning, God. And so I will. Okay, that's how it happened. And it just fixes my problem. Well, prove it. I can't prove it anymore and you can't. And it takes a greater faith to believe that, I mean, someone said, well, it's a bang. Who said bang? (laughs) Somebody went, bam. And they said, well, there was some water and mud. Who made the water? Where'd the mud come from? Where'd dirt come from? Where'd earth come from? Where'd sun come from? Well, bang. no, no. That takes way more faith than this. All right, now I'm going to read something to you. I'm going to show you in the Bible. So you walk out of here and go, well, we learned some stuff today. 418, while we do not look at things seen. I thought we're supposed to look at things seen. Well, there's a time when you're driving your car, look at things seen. But at things not seen, the things that we see are temporary and the things you don't see are are eternal. The spirit realm is more real than this because this was made out of that. And just because you don't see it, don't mean it ain't there. It's there. So when we start talking about, I am healed, just because you don't see it, don't mean it ain't so. So I'm going to ask y'all a question. Are y'all ready to start walking in health? When's the last time you prayed for salvation? 
Every week? How many, day, how many days a week do you pray to be saved? You don't pray to be saved? Why? Oh, you are. Why you pray to be healed over again? I don't feel it. I don't feel saved. Sometimes I feel saved. Sometimes I feel married. Sometimes I don't feel married. <laughs> Come on, let's get real. I mean, when's the last time you were walking down the beach and go, I don't feel married right now? I'm going to feel married. And your wife goes, I don't care how you feel, baby. You married. But you know, isn't it amazing that people don't pray over and over and over to be saved, but they pray over and over to be healed? When, when are you going to believe you are? When you feel it, quit waiting on you to feel it. It ain't got nothing to do with it. You feel nothing. You are healed. He said, by his stripes you were. Then you are. I am. I am. I am. When's it going to happen? That's none of your business. That's God. All he ever told you to do was believe it. Yeah, but I feel, well, shut up. Don't shout me down because I'm preaching real good. I'm trying to help us. We, we We were called to walk in a higher knowledge than five physical sins. That's where the world is walking in. But not the church. Jesus walked in a higher knowledge than the earth had. And he gave it to you and I. It's called God said. So how do you know how the earth? God said. How do you know you're a new creation? Prove it. Show me under a telescope you're saved. Show me you're saved. You can't do it. You have no proof you're born again without a Bible. Did you know that doctors cannot see your spirit? They don't even believe you have one. They don't even know what one is. I told you this story, and I'm going to tell you again. It's so funny. You know that you're, when you talk in tongues, you're not talking out of your head. You know that? So I went in, and they were going to knock me out and try to kick me out of AFib one time. And people told me I shouldn't have done it. They told me afterwards. They should have told me before I tried that. So they went in and they put me under. And the whole time I was under, they said, do you speak Spanish? I said, well, little. Donde esta el baño? Yo quiero café con leche. Es muy importante. Es muy importante. No más. Coffee bathroom, that's pretty much it. Well, taco lengua con cilantro. Sosa verde. See, si, Gloria Dios. Hey, so it's the Senor man. Okay, that's about it. But they said, you were talking language the whole time you were out. And we don't know how you were doing that since we knocked you out. Well, you knocked my head out, but you didn't knock me out because I'm a spirit. So he said, what were you saying? I said, I don't know. Did it sound like? He said, that's exactly what it sounded like. I said, that's called glossioma or something like that. I don't know what it is. 
He said, I said, it's called tongues. He goes, I don't understand it. I said, don't worry about it. I said, the Holy Ghost knew I needed some prayer while y'all had me out. And he was helping me pray. But you see, they ain't never seen your spirit, so they don't even know you are one. How do I know I'm one? Because he says, if any man's in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things are passed away, all things that become new. All of this is of God who has reconciled me to himself. I'm a spirit, have a soul, live in a body. How do I know that? God said. How do I know I'm an overcomer? God said. How do I know I'm blessed? God said. How do I know if God is for me, who can be against me? God said. God said it. <laughs> How you feel? Shut your mouth. At, at, at five this morning when I woke up to come to church, not like a pastor. I was, what's, a, what's a pastor feel like? I don't know. I never felt one. <laughs> I got to be honest since y'all are Catholics. Have y'all ever started praying in the Holy Ghost and you just weren't there? I got in here this morning and I told Lisa, I says, the Lord dealt with me to come down to the church. I'm walking here at 7 o'clock in the morning. I'm like walking around going, what am I doing in this room? 7 o'clock in the morning. And it starts off like this. <laughs> I need jumper cables or something. You know? <laughs> well, why am I doing that? Because I'm walking by higher knowledge. I know. Now, I don't feel built up, but I know if I'll pray in the Holy Ghost, he said he would help me. And 15, 20 minutes, oh, baby, we're rocking. It ain't no no more. <laughs> I'm in here prophesying over you and praying over this church service. Praying for your blessing to come on you and the anointing to come on you and Abraham blessings and healing to come into your body and for your children to come out of darkness in the light and the Holy Ghost is getting all over me and, and the greater one is on the inside of me and I started off feeling like there wasn't even a God. <laughs> Woo! Aren't you glad we don't walk by the way we feel? Turn to your neighbor and say, I think he's preaching to you right now. <laughs> God is real. Angels are real. Heaven's real. Hell is real. The only access you have to the spirit realm is by faith. If you didn't use faith, you wouldn't have got saved. Amen. The only way to access it is faith in God. The only way to get it. And you had to use a knowledge not of this world. Yeah. The only way you got filled with the Holy Ghost is by faith. Your destiny is tied to God's ability for you to believe what you cannot see and cannot understand when he says it to you and you go, Amen. That's one of the most difficult things that he's ever asked me to do, is to believe what I cannot see. 
When he asks you to give, you go, how are you going to do that? Because I don't see it. How do you take $10 when I barely can pay bills with 100 and you're going to take the 90 and make it work? I don't see. But he does it. I don't mean he's God. I, that's, I, there is a God and I'm not him. And all of your life, he will demand faith. Go to Hebrews 11. Are y'all okay? All right. You say, this is a Christmas sermon? Yeah. <laughs> everything's, a everything's either Christmas or Easter. Everything's an Easter sermon. Are you all ready? Look at this. Look at this. How do the gifts of the Spirit operate? By faith. I want them. I want them. I want them. Won't you reach up and take one? By faith. Hebrews 11, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, one, the evidence of things not seen by it, the elders obtained a good report. By faith, we understand the world's reframed by the word of God. Without it, you will not know it. You don't know anything without faith. Think about that a minute. All that you know of God is by faith. And most of that was difficult when you first heard it. And you went, hmm, makes no sense. Makes no sense. Now, I'm going to tell you something the Lord said to me one time. And, and, and I'm, I, don't ask me how. I don't know. Well, you read in Brother Hagin's book on, um, what's the name of that book? Plans, Purposes, Plans, and Pursuits. And he pointed to a man in the audience and I told you, the man he pointed to was me. I'm, I'm in his book. Holy Ghost hit me. I started dancing like a chicken with my head cut off. All right. When I sat down, I said, God, what does that do? He said, it breaks poverty. How? I have no idea. Come on, y'all. I mean, we believe now, we believe now that you can pick up a phone and text and talk to somebody on the other side of the world. And you don't even, and this is bouncing off your phone, it's bouncing off satellite, bouncing out of space, and bouncing back down, it finds you. And you don't think God can find you. The spirit realm is massive. There's so much. We have majored in, in the mind, and we have majored in the physical, but very few people have ever majored on the spirit man, the capacity and the capability of a man full of God. No one's ever done it. There have been people like Smith Wigglesworth, and there's been people who've stepped out, but nobody's ever majored on what would it be if we majored on God in me? What could we do? Wow. That's incredible. I've used the gifts of the Spirit to go fishing. I found deer 
with a word of knowledge. If it would work with a whitetail, it will work in a lot of other places. I shop with the gifts of the Spirit. I told the story one time, and this is not to pick on women who like to shop till they drop. But I prayed for a Levi jacket. And the Lord said, there's, a, there's one in Sanford at Dillard's on the first rack on the bottom row center when you walk in the side door. And so I got on my motorcycle. I rode to Sanford. I went in, opened the rack, extra large, took it off and bought it. When I got home, Lisa goes, well, did you check other prices? I said, I didn't need to. If the Holy Ghost tells me where the jacket is, that's the one. Now, for all you men, that's how you find a woman. She the one? She the one? Okay, she the one. I only dated two women. Married them both. Ain't no sense of looking around. I mean, they didn't want it. Just show me where it is. This, this life is incredible. How many of y'all have ever lost something and said, Lord, where is it? And he showed you. You're like, "Woo, Jesus. I have no idea how cool that is. How many of y'all have ever prayed for a parking place and you're riding around and someone pull out and you're like, that's a God. I stuck in traffic one day and I said, Holy Ghost, open it up. Truck came by, old traffic opened up. You say, you think you did that? Absolutely. I don't know if anyone has ever majored on the spiritual side of a man. There's nothing wrong with the education system. We've gotten a lot smarter than we used to be. And physical, Lord have mercy, the things guys are doing now. Remember Johnny Weissmiller? He looked terrible. Compared to guys now. We've come a long ways, baby. What would happen if we majored on this? Who you are in Christ. Can you be like Jesus? Page two. Page. <laughs> look, look at, look at 11.6 and then we're going to turn. Without faith... It's impossible to please him. God wants you to trust what he said, period. Now, I'm going to tell you this right now so you all know this. Your, your flesh, your five physical things will fight you to live by faith. There's nothing wrong with you. You're not a weirdo. You'll feel guilty when God says you're not. You'll feel shame when there is none. You'll feel unloved when he loves you. Love has no feeling. Your spirit man has no feeling. You can't feel the Holy Ghost. You can't feel God. You're full of God. And you feel nothing. 
Well, you're sitting here like going, and that, it's incredible. John 20, and we're going to close. All right, one more, one more. Say, I walk by faith. Boy, I wished I knew this when I was a kid. Man, if I'd known this when I was 20, well, I know it now. And I'm growing in it. John 20, look at verse 24. Thomas called the twin. One of the 12 was not with them when Jesus came the first time. The other disciple therefore said, we've seen the Lord. And he said, Unless I see the hands and the print of the nails and I put my finger in the nail holes and stick them up in his side, I don't believe anything you said. And why did he say that? Listen to me. Where was Thomas when Jesus died? He saw it. He saw them nail him to a tree. He saw them stick a sword up in his side and blood came out. He saw him dead and stiff with rigor mortis. He saw it. I saw them wrap him and put him in a tomb. Oh, come over here and tell me he's alive. I saw it with my eyes. All right, let's talk. There's a lot of things you've seen. It does not discount what God said. I saw the doctor report. I saw the way they looked when they walked out. I saw it. I saw the way my kid acted when I started praying. I saw it. Well, there's a knowledge beyond what you just saw. Amen. 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 Did he say, did he say the prayers of a righteous woman avail much? Did he say that? Then your kid's coming home. Do you understand me? We don't, did you understand that the name is above every name and at the name of Jesus, every devil shall bow and every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father? Yeah, but I saw the doctor report. I saw they had a year to live. I saw it with my eyes. I did too. But I saw something else. (laughs) Now think about Thomas That's real to him I was there I've never seen God Look at the world today and tell me there's a God Look at the death going on and tell me there's a God Look at what's happening in America and tell me there's a God I can see No you can't you're blind as a bat. Are y'all out there? Did you go home? Yeah, you see stuff. Yeah, he died. They buried him. They stuck him away. And he went straight into the region of the damned. And he saw it. But there's a lot more going on here than you can see. There is a God and you're not him. So Jesus appears to him, and listen, let's finish this. After eight days, the disciples were inside, and Thomas was with them, and Jesus comes walking in and didn't even use the door. Tell me how you saw that, what you think about that. 
You know, I'm going to tell you something right now to mess you up. There's coming a day. You're going to get a glorified body. I don't know whether you see it or not. There's coming a day that the sons of God that are on this earth today, do you know who we are? Do you know during the millennial reign there will be people on this planet that never died and there will be a group of people ruling, reigning and they will be the glorified ones and you will travel without airplanes and walk through walls. Don't tell, I don't know how we're going to do it, but we are. You got a great few. Your future's real good. I'm doing a pretty good job, amen. And Jesus stood and said, peace, and he turned to Thomas. He said, hey, come here, buddy. Stick your finger in my hand and up in my side. And do not be unbelieving, but be believing. And Thomas said, my Lord and my God. And Jesus said, Thomas, because you saw me, you believe. Blessed is everyone who believes what we said and never seen this. God is a faith God and he is looking for faith in you. What did he say? I know what the doctor said. What did he say? I'm blessed coming in and going out. And my body is the temple of God, the Holy Ghost. And with long life, he will satisfy me and he will show me his salvation. Thank you, Lord. You say, well, how do you know that? God said it. You want to tick a doctor off. <laughs> Tell him what I just said. <laughs> the doctor threw me out of his office one day and said, I will not be responsible when you die. I said, doctor, I was already crucified with Jesus. I'm already dead. <laughs> Ask me if he understood that. <laughs> I said, I didn't ask you to. And, and I appreciate him. But he's not God. There's, there's a little more to the story here, sir. Never mind. That was 10 years ago. <laughs> Woo! Say God said. God said. There's two kinds of knowledge. There's natural knowledge, and most people walk in it. And there is a revelation knowledge that you can only get. Now I'm gonna leave you with this one statement. The Bible is not an intellectual book to be read for the for the comfort of your soul. It's not a novel. That's why you read it and go, well, I didn't make any sense. It's God. Harry Potter's not God. Disney's not God. Pinocchio's not God. Back to the Future. All the books you're reading, that's not, those are, those are novels. The Bible's not a novel. That's food for your spirit, man. And if you'll read it, 
Your spirit man will gain the ascendancy in your life. Because when you're reading it, Jesus said, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that is spoken out of the mouth of God. When you crack it open and you're reading, this is beyond earth. You're star tracking right now. When it says you're a new creation, you go, I don't feel like that. It says I'm a joint heir. How? When? Shut up. I am. Anybody help today? Do y'all see this? Every advancement that you'll ever make in life will be by faith. God will give you a scripture and you'll go, okay. There's, you got born again. Good. Filled with Holy Ghost. Good. Some of you gotten healed. What about walking in health? What about not getting sick? Knowledge is natural. Wisdom is spiritual. The only place you'll get wisdom is from the Bible. By wisdom he formed the earth. And Jesus was made unto you wisdom. You can walk into wisdom. You can be 20 and be smarter than old people. You most certainly can. I remember when Jordan and Justin were at work, they were counseling old men on marriage, and they'd never been married before. But they had the wisdom of God. Daniel had the wisdom of God. Joseph had the wisdom of God. Jesus had the wisdom of God. Solomon never went to school. (laughs) Make people mad. Say this from this day forward. With everything in me, I'm going to walk by faith. I'm going to walk in the knowledge of God. I understand that it's not of this world, but I can walk in it anyway. When you pray, don't ask your body, did God hear you? When you see your kids acting up, shh. You prayed, didn't you? Be quiet. The name's above every name. Just say, I plead the blood. I plead the blood. How's that work? I don't have any idea, but it does. (laughs) Every devil in hell knows what it means. Isn't this good? You know I love every one of y'all. The greatest joy of my life is to watch you guys in victory watching you overcome Satan throws it at you and you shake it off and I go look at them go many of your lives have been changed you walk in the doors of this church you weren't you you did not know church was like this I didn't either But I love every one of you, and I pray for you that this, this Christmas, you'd have the best Christmas, and next year be the best year you ever had. Now, I'm going to warn you, the devil is going to get ugly with you. It's okay. The greater one's in you. 
He always causes me to triumph. How? I don't know. Get accustomed to putting the word in your mouth when everything in you says it's not true. Get in the habit of it. Father God, thank you for this morning. I know Lisa's going to give an altar call. I don't know how many people here today that need prayer, but I'm trusting that when they get up to come up, they're going to get their prayers answered. You're, you're ready here to meet them. I pray over everybody in this, world, in this room right this minute and those watching by internet. There's a lot more to this life victory than they're experiencing because there's a knowledge you're, you're wanting to give them that don't make sense. But I pray that they would hear it and grab it and go, that's God. That's what he said. And, and, and walk in the light of it. No matter what, no matter what the world says, no matter what their senses say. Because it's so. It's so anyway. That all of us in this room would learn to walk in a greater degree than we've ever walked before. And our next year would be the best year we've ever had. We get more prayers answered than we've ever had. We'll walk in health and healing more than we ever had. We'll walk in the blessing of Abraham more than we ever had. And we'll see more miracles and, sign, and you moving in people's lives than we've ever seen. And I know, it, I know it's for us. And Father, I give you thanks. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this powerful message by Pastor Daryl Morgan. We hope it blesses you. If you would like more info on Word of Life, sermons, and free downloads, please go to wordoflifeapopka.com. Thank you and have a blessed day.